I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Week six of the NFL season is in the books. Welcome back. 7 a.m. Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Producer Paul Rindle. Uh, I'm already seeing in the chat, Chargers will always find a way to lose. Well, yeah, we know this about, you know, you knew that about the LA Chargers sure. before you bet on them last night. Sure. But keep in mind, they don't go 0 17 every year. They also have this handful of games where they always look pretty good, like fairly dominant. You know, they always give you a reason every once in a while to, to think that they might be, oh, this might, Maybe they're they're finally figuring it out this year. And I actually tended to agree with you yesterday. I thought this is the kind of game that the Chargers will get the hopes of their fan, that woman, up. (laughs) That one. That one woman. Woman. They'll get their their fan hopes up because eventually they'll then break their fan. There she is, Charger fan and someone what behind was, her what as was well. What going on with this? What, I don't what know what was going on. Because they showed her the entire game, it yeah. seemed like. She, she's not famous, right? She's not like celebrity That's fan. What I, that was my first thought. Was, yeah. Oh, who is it? an actress? Yeah. yeah. Could have been an actress. Could have been a... Could have been a plant. Could have been a paid plant. I'm seeing a lot of that online. I Would you put it back? Why is there a curtain behind her? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that, it, I mean, isn't that weird? That doesn't look like a stadium. <laughs> There's like a... And what is that? She's in a suite, maybe, or like a maybe. I don't know. Well, if you missed it, there was a very, very um, boisterous Charger fan that was like, like, like really very emotive, emotive yeah. uh, type fan, and they kept going to her late in the fourth quarter. But were they going to her earlier in the game? Yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every time yeah, I looked up. Yeah. So, the, so my plan last night was I. I looked at it and I went, all right, Chargers, like you said, coming off a bye, embarrassed, you know, home, home game, at least in the city which they live, uh, against the Dallas Cowboys, who are the Chargers of their division. I mean, they just, it, you never know what Get your team, hopes up. Yeah, you Not never bad, know. but you ultimately disappointing yeah, and break, break their fans' hearts. You never know yeah. what Dak Prescott's going to show up. You never know if the defense is going to play well. You think they might, and they probably will. And, uh, you know, they were, it was a battle early, so I was flipping over as I was watching the baseball game. Let's say I flipped over 10 times. Every time I flipped over, it was a flag. Every single time. There was a flag, flag on the play, late hit, blah, 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 whatever. 
And the other times I flipped over, it was Justin Herbert airmailing a wide-open receiver. I must have seen that three times at least. He missed Keenan Allen on a throw Ben makes. Had all the time in the world to make the throw. Wide open. I mean, six points, easy. And overthrows him. Did it again. Uh, and then throws the pick to seal it at the end. Just he, t- he had a terrible night. Terrible. He made a couple of good throws along the way as well. I mean, but well, ultimately, you know, the penalties undid the Chargers. Not that they, the Cowboys committed double digit penalties as well. Terrible. So it wasn't just it wasn't just the Chargers. It was a flag fest in the game last night. The Chargers committed some really critical ones, though. There was a defensive holding on third and nineteen. There was an offensive holding on third and one when they were going to pick up a first down, and instead it's third and eleven. I mean, just the times you cannot commit penalties. You have to know when are the times that a penalty really, really Kills torpedoes you. you. Yeah. Third and one on offense, you can't do a holding. You're you're putting yourself in third and long when you had a, an almost you know in, impossible to miss first down. Third and nineteen on defense, you can't commit a five yard holding penalty with an automatic first down there. That's you have to be better than that. You have to stay in. You have to stay behind your guy. Make sure he stays in front of the first down marker. It's not rocket science, and um, you know Chargers actually got lucky. They recovered that muff punt, yep. which would never have been a muff punt had they. I mean, the guy. I, I felt bad for uh, whichever Cowboys player it was. He thought maybe it had hit his team's player, so he went after it to try to recover it, and in the process of like trying to dive on top of it. That's what was the touch and the muff that led to the Chargers recovering and and scoring that tying touchdown. But ultimately, the uh, Dak Prescott made a couple of really good plays. A great throw for that touchdown, the go ahead. He ran for an 18 yard score, had one of his better games, and the Cowboys get the win. And with the loss, Chargers fall to two and three, which doesn't sound that bad. But they're now 13th out of 16 teams in the AFC. Uh, right now, just through six weeks of the season. They're near the bottom of the barrel. Uh, there's only three teams behind them in the conference standings at this point. I so, saw a tweet this morning uh, that said, I don't know what you're thinking if you're the L.A. Chargers right now. You have the Chiefs next. Well, yeah, you're two and a half games behind the Chiefs. Yeah, and you got the Chiefs next. If you lose that game, you have to sell. You have to. The the cap hit on Herbert, I think, starts next year. They've got a lot of talent. Like they they should be sellers right now instead of looking to add pieces. They've added a ton of I mean, talent. At, at two and four, you can certainly still get a wild card, but if you lose and you're three and a half games behind the you're Chiefs. You're two and five, yeah, you're so, toast. So to just to, to even have a chance in the division, you need Kansas City to lose at least four more times, which they might. They're not perfect, but they might not as well. And then you'd have to win every game the rest of the season. Right. That's not happening. It's you're not, not happening. You're not coming back from a three-and-a-half game deficit. So at the very best, you're starting on the road in the playoffs again if you somehow manage to get there. And we've seen you know what happens when they've done that in the past. So doesn't look like it's going to be the season for the Los Angeles Chargers yet again. Uh, we need a contestant for Take on Woods, 833-288-0973. Call us now. You can battle Woods in our musical trivia game and qualify for a getaway to Las Vegas. Do that in about three, four minutes. But uh, you need to call in and get in on our contestant hotline, 833-288-0973. I had to host the, the post-game show on Channel 10 last night, and I thought, all right, it's been almost seven years. It'll be seven years in January since the Chargers announced they were moving to Los Angeles. Has there been any settling of the emotions? What's going on? So I, I put up a poll just to see, and I asked you know, San Diego sports fans, do you still cheer for the team? Do you root against the team? Or you never rooted for the Chargers? A lot of people did say, 
I just don't watch the NFL anymore yeah. at all. I said, well, that counts basically as rooting against the Chargers. If you're rooting for the NFL to fail, because you are cheering the Chargers because left. the Chargers left. Then yeah. you are cheering against the Chargers, essentially. You may not watch them and pay attention to them, but you are spiritually cheering against the Chargers in that sense. And it really was about the same. I think I remember doing this in the year after they left. 29% still cheer for them. 55% cheer against them. And the last like 16% said, we don't, we never really cheered for them in the first yeah. place. So more than half of San Diego, still a majority, cheers for the Chargers to fail. And those were presumably, you know, people who cheered for them when they were here and now cheer against them. So, you know, it's two to one against the Chargers still in San Diego, but also leaves about almost a third of people here still, still root for that team to succeed and sure. still have their hearts broken on a consistent basis. Um, I don't know, you know, is it a coaching thing again? Is it time for Brandon Staley to go? I'm not going to get into the weeds on that because I think it's more of an organizational problem, obviously. With the Chargers, they can hire all the coaches they want. Don't think it's going to change much about that franchise and, and turn them into winners all of a sudden. Part of the problem is, you know, they're playing 17 road games. They you are. Know, it's, at best, you're kind of in a neutral environment at home. But most of the time, when you take on the Cowboys or the Raiders or the Broncos, or the Chiefs, or whoever, you're going to be outnumbered by visiting fans in your own stadium. And yeah, when, and you were last night. And when it comes to a football game, that's a that makes a legitimate difference. There's a real you know, three-point swing when you're the road team. And when you're not getting that seven times a year, that's, that's a 21-point or 24-point difference over eight games that you're not getting. You know, in a close sport, in games that come down to the final possession – that's going to cost you two or three wins probably over the course of a year, every single year. How can you possibly compete in a league when you don't get those two or three wins every year because you have no home games? It's impossible. It's impossible. The Chargers are, would have to be so much better than any other team to ever like, you know, get a top seed or a bye. It, I mean, they, they're relying on essentially a miracle, get in as a wild card and then go on a miracle playoff run at some point. Cause I don't see them winning. Divisions. I don't see them winning, you know, home games enough over the course of the season to ever really be a top team in the AFC. LA is just such a weird football market. It's just, a, it always has been. It was when we were kids, Ben. And it's just an odd football market. And there's still so many Raider fans there. Um, and you wonder if they followed the team to Las Vegas. You wonder uh, if the more Ra- did than Chargers fans. And it, you wonder if the you know the Rams have really cut through. And I know they won uh, there. But even that, even, even even their games seem a little iffy, especially when it's a big time <laughs> opponent coming into SoFi. It's um, as somebody that didn't grow up here or have any emotional connection to the San Diego Chargers as a sports radio host. I would love if we had a football team here, even if it was them. If they came back, I'd be elated because it would give us something. But I also thank God that we don't have to come in here today and be like, "What's Brandon Staley doing? What's wrong with Justin Herbert? Yeah, I don't really Why? Care. What's with the penalties? You know, like I mean, it would be we'd be roasting this team if we really were connected to them. Yeah, if you're really still connected as a Charger fan, you have to be miserable with how this thing has turned out. You have to be miserable. And last night it's was, everything that was bad when they were here. Yeah, and now, now they're worse because they're up in LA. That's exactly right. Yeah. All right, we got a contestant on the line. It is seven ten. Woods, off you go. Let's play some take on Woods. It's time for take on Woods. Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Take on All right, we got. 
Jerry on the line. Jerry, welcome to Take on Woods. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. All right. Doing good. You're the contestant today. Woods has left the studio. You get to go first. I will give you five questions. Musical trivia. Then Woods will come back at the same five questions. If you beat or tie him, we will put you in our grand prize drawing for a trip for two to the Westgate Las Vegas. Tickets to Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons at the International Theater. You can get your own VIP packages and tickets to Ticketmaster.com. But you can win them right now, and you get to pick our category, give you a little advantage. Jerry, here are your choices. Get the mystery category. Don't say much about that one, but it's always fun. Mama Mia, uh, that is five songs with the word mama in the title. Or let's get into it. This one uh, is five song titles that feature the word into. It's kind of a weird one. All right, Jerry, uh, Jerry what would you like? Uh, the mystery category, Mamma Mia, or let's get into it? Uh, mystery category. Mystery category. All right, it's back. The mystery category. Uh, we'll play our two-second song first. If you can give me the title and the artist, that'll give you a big clue as to the rest of the questions. Uh, if you ever want to say pass, we can come back to that question at the end. Uh, you'll have 60 seconds, and then Woods will come in. So, Jerry, get ready to go. This is, I think, kind of a tough one, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, 60 seconds on the clock. Remember, when Paul plays the music, you need to try to give me the title and the artist to score that point, and we'll go on from there. Paul, you ready? I'm ready. Jerry, are you ready? Yes. All right, the mystery category, 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Jerry. Let's take on Woods. All right, New Jersey brothers Robert and Ronald Bell were two of the founding members of which Jungle Boogie band? Incorrect. James Todd Smith is the given name for which rapper known for hits including Mama Said Knock You Out? Oh, man. You want to pass? Yeah, All right, which 1979 hit with a two-word title by Little River Band was voted as one of Australia's top 30 songs of all time? Mm. Which, which rapper's 1994 debut album included the lyrics Slide, slide, slippity slide, I'm hitting switches mm. on the block in a 65? That's not going to do it, Jerry. That's all right. I knew it was a tough category. We'll see, let's see how Woods does on this one. I'm going to leave the answers floating get, in the mist. you got to get the song. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, the that would have helped. It would have helped. It was a tough song, I think. Yes. I don't tough. know that Woods will get it. We'll see. All right, he comes back. Jerry is done. Woods is up. Put our 60 seconds back on the clock. Play along at home. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Jerry. New Jersey brothers Robert and Ronald Bell were two of the founding members of which Jungle Boogie band? Cool in the game? Correct. James Todd Smith is the given name for which rapper known for hits including Mama Said Knock You Out? LL Cool J. Correct. Which 1979 hit with a two-word title by Little River Band was voted as one of Australia's top 30 songs of all time? Pass. Which rapper's 1994 debut album included the lyrics Slide, Slide, Slippity Slide, I'm hitting switches. Coolio. Correct. Go back to our two-second song. 
It's Gwen Stefani Cool. Correct, which 1979 hit with a two-word title by Little River Band was voted as one of Australia's top 30 songs of all time. Something cool. Cool. Cool breeze. Cool change. Cool change. But you did get four, and you win on a shutout, 4 nothing today. That was, tough. That was a mystery category. That was tough. Cool was the key word, so if you got the, the Gwen Stefani song, which was not an easy one. That's a jam, For two-second songs, song. oh, yeah. but uh, it revealed that cool was in all the answers okay. today. In our mystery category, but another win for Woods. What was the what was it? Cool breeze. What was cool it? change. Cool change by Little River Band. Yeah, uh-huh. well, I didn't even know it was Australia. They don't sound Australian. They to really me, don't. But they were formed in Melbourne, <laughs> Australia. Reminiscing cool change. Yeah. They did not. Do they not sound? They don't sound like Aussies. Friday night. Crikey. Cheers, mates. I sound more Aussie than they do. You really do. <laughs> it's weird how people like maybe with, they were Americans who just lived in Australia. It's or weird something. how like people with British accents when they sing that you don't hear it really. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you do. There are some bands some that bands all do. that sound right. British. Our house in the middle of all streets <laughs> like that's I get it. But most of the time it's been a hard day's night. Well, I mean the Be- Beatles sound British too. Do they? I think so. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. Yeah. I'm trying, maybe Paul does and John does it. I don't know. No. I read the news today. Oh, That's boy. very British. Is it? Me. I think so. Interesting. Play us off with some Gwen. Oh, yeah. Love that song. All right. We got uh, Don't Do This coming up next. I, we always have to include the Don't Do This Hall of Famer anytime he appears oh. in Don't Do Does This. Is this Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> always, always fails to, or never fails to give us a great... Don't do this story at least once every couple weeks. It's, if Mount Rushmore of Don't Do This, it's just his face. It Four really times. is. Yeah. Four times. Four times. See what's up next with AB on San Diego's number one sports station after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with linkedin you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? Oh, I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You're a dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. The Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast brings you the latest news and player insights to help you win and avoid any embarrassing league punishments. In-depth analysis, start-sit questions, everything you need for your fantasy team. Download Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's time for the Hall of Famer of Don't Do This, the one face on Mount Rushmore. Woods, take it away. Antonio Brown, (laughs) once again, is uh, making an appearance on Don't Do This. Uh, According to an incident report obtained by TMZ Sports, Ben, he was arrested Sunday outside of his home in Florida while getting into a taxi cab. And the reason he was arrested, because his uh, ex-girlfriend, Wiltrice Jackson, uh, called the police and said he has not paid child support in a while. He is thirty-one thousand uh, dollars in arrears in his uh, word. In, arrears in his uh, child support payment. So he did get arrested. I think he bonded out and then went right to Instagram Live and was showing uh, everyone how rich he is in his in his beautiful home. And he's a lawyer's nightmare. It's like, hey man, you, you can't cry hardship and not pay your bills. That's the thing with him. He does not like to pay his bills. He did the. The woman came over and painted the big mural, and instead of just paying her, he assaulted her and then didn't pay as well. Pay your bills. Your life will be so much easier. Also, take care of your children. Take care of your children. If you have payments due, pay them. Or work something out. But you can't just ignore the payments. Even if you're not a big fan anymore of the woman who mothered your child, still your child. It's your child. He didn't ask for this, right? You did this. Be responsible. Pay your child support. Please, AB. I think this uh, don't do this is a little debatable on both sides. But I saw this story. Lakers legend Michael Cooper. Coop! Got to see him in winning time. He was one of the characters. Great. Uh, he actually ripped into LeBron James uh, from last Friday's preseason game against the Warriors. So LeBron played the first half. And then they weren't going to put him in the second half, so he changed at halftime, went into street clothes, and sat on the bench with his teammates. But during the game, cameras caught him eating. Looked like, I want to say it looked like a, like a lean cuisine. It was just like a little, that little black little tray yeah, thing. Little he had tray. a fork, and it's just a few seconds. He caught him. He was just eating. He had the towel on his head. But he was kind of shoveling in some food in the second half. <laughs> 
and Coop said <laughs> gotta eat, gotta on, eat. on the Showtime podcast, I didn't like it. I didn't like that. Again, he's in LeBron, a preseason. He's game. LeBron James, but still, you got to have respect for the game, man. Man, he's sitting over there. I didn't mind the guy eating, but go eat in the locker room. Then when you come out, be part of the team, not just sit at the end of the bench eating. That man, so, that man has been in nine NBA Finals. It's all-time scoring leader. He's on his like twenty-first season. You gotta in the fuel your body, and it's <laughs> all right. Number one, Coop. It's it's the old head. You know, it's the old head against the the. I mean, LeBron's an old head now. He's been in the league for a hundred years. My man. I mean, have you ever seen an NBA player eat like a meal? <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, it was it was in a tray, and he had a fork. It wasn't <laughs> wasn't like a quick like an energy bar or an apple it. or I something. Res- I respect that man's trying to take care of his body to continue to play. It's a preseason game. If he was eating yeah, a hot dog, he's there for his teammates. If he was eating a hot right, dog, yeah. like like a, the concession guy comes behind him, he goes, "I'll have one. one. I'll have one. And, oh, can I get a popcorn too? They're and, passing it down the bench, eating <laughs> cheddar and sour cream ruffles, <laughs> spilling cheese." Crumbs all over the court. Sucking on Twizzlers. Like, I get it. Like, if the man's fueling oh. up with some beef and broccoli. Sorry, man. I, I, I dropped my Skittles all over the court. There are elite athletes. You see it all the time. They carry their food with them. They, they'll they eat it when they have to eat. PGA Tour players will eat, like, three Sandwiches, times during yeah. the round. Yeah. They, are, they eat a ton while I've they're playing. I've seen Tiger Woods eating a sandwich yeah. in the middle of a round. Like, it, it happens. Cooper... So Coop kind of gets the don't do this I, for calling out LeBron for I a do. preseason I, game. I, and I honestly think LeBron, and I'm not a huge LeBron guy, LeBron is above the fray. He's above criticism for anything really. Whatever he does, other players are going to start doing. So we're now going to see they just lots a, of eating on the bench. They put a Chinese buffet behind it, and guys are going <laughs> through the line, loading up their plate with orange chicken. Like, he's fueling up. He just finished. He needs to you, you're Did you catch to eat. a game last night? <laughs> They have a carving guy behind them. Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. Yeah, I'm right in the middle of a basketball game, but it does smell good. Did you catch the game last night? We're playing playing the game right now. now. The game's off Is it still hot out there? It is. It is hot. I've been running all night. I'm starving. All right. All right. Yeah, slice me off off a little piece there. A carving guy behind the bench would be maybe the greatest thing of all time. Do you like hot fudge sundaes? No, I do, but not while I'm playing. I just want to – I need something a little healthier if you have it. It's just a 30-second timeout. It's 30-second timeout. Out. I can't eat a whole hot fudge Sunday. Sunday All bar. Right. Hit me with that whipped cream, though, real quick. <laughs> Cooper needs to relax. LeBron, if LeBron wants to eat on the bench, again, it's not like he's got a pizza on his lap, dude. Pull it up, fold it up in peace. He can, he can refuel on the bench. The other thing, too, he said was go in the locker room. If he left to go in the yeah. locker room, I think you'd have, be a, have a bigger problem with that. He wanted to be out there for the oh, guys. Man. And he was <laughs> hungry at the same time. All right, here's doo-doo this. D-D mega doo-doo. Actually, the doo-doo this should be having a carving guy behind the Lakers bench all season. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. But uh, I saw that came across this yesterday. I had not seen it yet. The post-game speech from Colorado's absolutely mortifying 29-point lead that they blew. This was Dion's message to his team, and I loved it. You're not going to be taken care of. You're not going to be looked after. You're not going to have the luxuries of all this. And you're going to have to go out there and get it on your own and work your butt off. Because ain't nobody going to give you nothing. I don't understand. I don't think you understand what this world consists of. What we just did today was pathetic. The creepiest floor ever. All the love that you received, all the love we received, oh, you getting ready to see that flip. 
And don't get beside yourself on social media and start responding to the foolishness because they're right. They're right. They're right. And we're practicing tomorrow. <laughs> it's unbelievable, <laughs> dude. And we're practicing tomorrow. On Saturday. Oh. After Saturday. After that debacle of a game. Man, you can say what you want. The guy's the guy is is he commands the room. Don't all the love, all the love we got, all the love you got, you're about to see it flip. It's mm. coming. And I, it's genius. And it did and it has. And and I again give that man a couple years. If he stays there, you know, the rumor a lot of people say, well, when Shador gets drafted, he's gone. Okay. I mean, and that that wouldn't be the first time that happened in college football, certainly. But I'd love to see him stay five, six years and see what he can really, really do recruiting and everything else because, um, man, I love his messages to his team. That's 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 as good as it gets. What's impressed me about Dion is I thought he handled the early success really well. Same. I mean, leaning into it and using it to, to fuel some attention to his program, but never, never taking it too far in my mind. You know, he still... Made it about the team. You know, he's got his brand as well, but I thought he handled it well. But he handles failure really well, very too. Well. Every time. You know, they've lost three times, and I've been very impressed with how he's handled it every single time. Guy's got a good head on his shoulders. He really does, man. He, he is, I'm a, he made a fan out of me for sure. Yeah, and that's Don't and Do Do This for a Tuesday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, uh, we have Matt Vaskersian joining us coming up next hour. If you want to talk some baseball, we can open the phone lines, 833-288-0973. The Padres offseason is just getting started. It's been very quiet, Padresville, lately. But they're going to have to start making some decisions fairly soon here on uh, you know contract uh, extensions or... Options that need to be picked offers up. Yeah, and things. Whatnot. Yeah, the decision is going. The process is going to start. Plus, um, there's still some people who don't think Bob Melvin's going to be back as manager of the Padres next season. I do keep seeing that. It's not done yet. But it's not just fan speak. No, 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 a, no, no. Yeah, this is a real, yeah. a really respected writer. We'll, as we'll talk about that coming up next with Bennett Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven three, the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Right. 
just can't quite quash those rumors about Bob Melvin out there. Welcome back. Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan, 740 on a Tuesday morning. Uh, I missed this on Friday. You were in Vegas, yep. and Paulie and I were doing the show. But um, Andrew Baggerly, who covers the San Francisco Giants for the Athletic, did a kind of a, a, a you know off season piece. Ten things that the Giants need to do this off season, and number one, obviously, was you know make the right hire as their new manager. And uh, well, one of the names that he brought up that he can ser- seriously considers. Going to be an interesting one for Padres fans. I want to get into that. Let's uh, first check traffic, and we'll be right back here on 97.3 The Fan. So there still seems to be, not just among skeptical Padres fans, or even Woods, who's entertained this theory a couple of times. (laughs) I don't know what happened to me. I'm full foil, tinfoil hat guy now. But even though you know Peter Seidler released the statement saying, he uh, has, you know, backs leadership and wants essentially AJ Preller and Bob Melvin back. And then AJ Preller came on and said Bob Melvin's coming back. And then Bob Melvin talked to Bernie Wilson of the Associated Press and said, "I'm excited about coming back next year." There still seems to be this thought that the Padres manager could be going elsewhere, specifically to the San Francisco Giants this off season. And and Baggerly wrote in his piece that. That he's hearing that you know the Padres situation isn't as settled as a, a release, a news release might make it seem, and there's still a possibility that he could be given permission by the Padres to to potentially interview for another job in San Francisco. And everybody asked AJ that same question on the uh, the the Zoom, and the the answer was not one that bred a lot of confidence. It wasn't absolutely not. Bob's our manager. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, hem haw, hem haw, hem haw. Um, he's under contract, and, you know, we don't discuss terms of contracts and things like that. It's a really easy rumor to quash. I mean, it's simple. Absolutely not. Bob Melvin's managing the Padres in 2024. That's it. It's And no one, no one will, you know, come right out and say that. Bob himself hasn't said, I will 100% be the manager of the San Diego Padres. Now, Again, we haven't seen Bob. We haven't talked to Bob. Bob's doing his own thing. It's the off season. It's no big deal. He doesn't need to be doing pressers every day. Uh, but you know, I, again, I, I do. I'm I'm leaning more towards Bob Melvin coming back, Ben, for for next year and next year only. Um, but look, nothing that this organization does surprises me. Nothing. I would not be surprised in the slightest. So here's what Baggerly wrote. says, Melvin, a Menlo Atherton High School alum and three-time manager of the year in Arizona and Oakland, also presumably would be open to a return to the Bay Area, despite the San Diego Padres' pronouncement that they would retain him to serve out the final year on his contract. Here's the quiet part out loud. Makes little sense for the Padres to fire Melvin and pay out his roughly $4 million salary, when another team could hire him away and relieve them of that obligation. Padres would also be within their rights to ask for compensation from a National League West rival if the Giants request permission to speak to Melvin. Hey, a player has been traded for a manager before. Sure. The Tampa Bay Rays once sent Randy Wynn to the Mariners so they could hire manager Lou Pinella away from oh, them. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I just I totally remember erased that? that from my memory. Yep. That was like what? We, every, Sweet Lou, he was the best. Yeah, I loved Lou Pinella as the manager of the Mariners, and then yeah, it was like two thousand three or two thousand four. Randy Wins tra- wasn't a bad player. Though. He wasn't terrible. So, it, yeah. is there is that a realistic possibility, or is it just a, a, I, a beat reporter throwing stuff at the wall? I, I do. 
I do think, and I've been as solid as Bob Mel- uh, on Bob Melvin coming back as anyone. If the Giants really offered a player, like a like a player that the Padres wanted, either a you know a, a top prospect, a someone who could contribute right now, and they're not willing to extend Bob Melvin, and Bob Melvin like expressed interest, then I I could see it still happening. Sure. I, I could. I mean, you that you'd be kind of crazy not to consider. That when you get a lame duck manager, you're not sure you want to extend him right now. You're not sure he's going to retire after next year. I mean, Bob's been a little on bo- on the fence on that. I mean, he originally said three years and then I'm done, and then he kind of said I might be willing to go longer. You'd be dumb not to consider if another team is willing to offer someone for your manager. Then yes, I would listen. So well, especially if, if there's issues, and especially if there's headbutting, yeah. and especially if they're not getting along, and especially if it's a what was, I saw it framed recently as a uh, you know kind of a what's the phrase I was looking for? It, they've agreed like quick handshake. Yeah, okay, fine. Let's let bygones be bygones. Not a uh, real symbiotic relationship. As uh, as I think everybody knows, so I think you'd be right to consider it. I think you'd have to to at least look at it. Um, but I also expect, you know, Bob Melvin is a is a really really big name, and I expect you would get something big in return. But what what I don't think, though, and I know there's some fans out there who do think this, I don't think that this is the plan. Like AJ Preller's plan his plot is his plot is to get you know Bob Melvin get out from under the 4 million get him to go somewhere else you know kind of you know slowly push him out the door and make it uncomfortable for him so he leaves that can't possibly be the plan because think think it through this is what i this is how i always like to play this game think it through there's no guarantee that anyone's going to hire bob melvin he'd probably be an interesting candidate but first of all the giants are in a bit of a flux anyway. Farhan Zaidi's uh, uh, got one year left on his deal, and if it doesn't go well, they may blow things up in one year anyway. So it's not it's not the most coveted job anywhere. It's not like job security. Bob Melvin might not even want to go there. So are you really saying that after every manager position is filled, let's say the Giants hire someone else, the Mets hire someone else, no one interviews Bob Melvin, Potters will go, ah, you got us. All right, now, Bob, you're fired. We were hoping that you would leave. No. You, they can't do that because that would be, that would, first of all, it would leave you without a manager. After everyone's been interviewed, you, take the, you get the, the last, lo- pick, last pick, the bottom of the barrel to pick a new manager. It would be extremely humiliating and insulting and look horrible for your organization, for A.J. Preller, for Peter Seidler to do that to someone of Bob Melvin's reputation and caliber, someone who is still well, well-respected and liked by his players. They'd look at that and they'd, they'd think you're a joke. Yeah. If you waited four weeks and finally when everyone was hired, you said... I guess we're going to have to fire him now. No one's taking him off our hands. We were just trying to save the four million. There's no way you can no. do that and, and I, save I any face. That I is, I don't think that. Would that's happen. not the plan at all. No. Bob, the plan is for Bob Melvin to be the manager of the Padres in 2024. That is the plan. Are you open if someone comes and says we'd really like to hire Bob and we will offer you, you know, the the number two ranked prospect in our system who you, I know you really like. You've asked for him about him in trades before. Then yes, you would be crazy not to consider that if someone asked you about Bob Melvin and said they'd be willing to give up a player, an actual like player on the field who has more the chance to impact games way more than a manager I think ever will. I just don't put anything past 
the San Diego Padres right now. That's kind of where I'm at. I just, I just don't. There's just too much smoke about interpersonal relationships. There's too much smoke about, um, you know, and I saw people talking about it a little bit yesterday online, the, the, the term micromanager and, and things like that. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot that can be said about that organization, Ben. That's it's chaotic at times. It's chaotic, and there are people I know for a fact. There are people in the front office that players don't like being around. That's a fact. And Bob Melvin's not one of them, but the other people are. This other person is there, and players don't like being around this person. But that person continues to be employed. And I asked AJ Preller about that person, and it's just a really weird scene. That's going on down at, at Petco Park. And they're quiet right now because, well, it's the playoffs. They don't have to do anything right now. But you're seeing other teams uh, interview and, and start their process of maybe some internal candidates. I don't. I agree with you 100%. I don't think the plan is let's see how this plays out and then can Bob. That's not going to happen. I would say with almost 100% you know, assuredness that that's not going to happen. The San Francisco thing is very real, in my opinion. I think it's very, very real. I don't think Andrew Baggerly would write about it if it wasn't still a possibility. And so will we know more in a couple of weeks when, when the World Series wraps up? Yeah, I think we will. And we'll see what happens. And and if it's business as usual and this guy's been released or we've signed this guy or we're trading for him, fine. You feel better about Bob coming back. But um, you know, the fact that Baggerly wrote that on Friday made me go, hmm, interesting. I just it's hard for me to wrap my head around really anything. Baggerly's a good writer he and is. a good reporter. He's very well I don't respected. think he's gonna say that without, you know, nothing behind it. I think you know, Bob Melvin's the one he could make this difficult for the Padres because if he really wanted to go, it'd be similar to when Bruce Bochi left for the Giants. He had one year left on his deal. The Padres weren't interested in extending him. And the opportunity presented itself and he goes I mean, I think Boach was very fair when he said, hey, you guys don't want to extend me. They're willing to give me a, whatever it was, a three- or four-year deal. Just in, out of fairness to me and my career, let me go. Let me go. And if Bob pushed that and the Giants were willing to hire him, it'd be tough for the Padres to say, no, you can't go. You have to serve out the last year of your Hey, you signed it. I mean, they'd be within their rights. But it also would be a tough look because, especially the way they got Bob Melvin, stealing him from the Oakland A's, who didn't really ask for anything. They respected Bob enough that they said, we know where we're heading. We're trying to move the team to Vegas. We don't want to put Bob through we this. We're going to lose hundreds of games. We're not putting any money into our product. We respect him enough. We just let him go with no compensation yeah, no comp. to the Padres. Would the Padres feel obligated to do the same thing to the Giants? I doubt it. It's it's not. They weren't a division rival. It's wild that that. I, th- I think you'd have to. I think you'd have to ask for something in return from the Giants. It's wild that that relationship has fractured as much as it has over the last two years. That's wild to me. The Bob Melvin AJ Preller relationship. Yeah, it's wild. Hmm. I mean, was it ever that solid? That's 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 my question. I don't know the answer to it. But my question is, when Bob Melvin was originally hired, obviously A.J. Preller uh, you know, had to, at some point, make that decision. Now, how much was Peter Seidler and other management involved in saying, hey, we really like, we really like Bob Melvin? When your owner says, hey, we've, we've, we've interviewed a bunch of candidates, but I really like, you know, Bob Melvin's available. I think we should go after him. It's hard for a GM to go... No, I don't like that idea. I disagree. I disagree. I mean, you, you know, 
AJ had, did have to put in some work and, you know, with the A's to get, make that happen. It didn't, it wasn't nothing to get it done. He got it done. He got him there. But was he always 100% on Bob Melvin's, you know, team at the beginning? Was Bob Melvin always 100% on AJ Preller's team? Or was he like, hey, anything gets me out of Oakland right now is I'll take it. brilliant. <laughs> and I, you know, look at that roster, Manny, Tatis, you know, uh, all the players that the Padres had right there, I'm sure it looked like heaven compared to Oakland at that moment. Anyone would go, yeah, I can work with AJ. I can, I can do this. We may not see eye to eye, but I'll make it work. And they did. The first year they went to the NLCS. And so when they started losing, well, all of a sudden those you know, disagreements that were probably there from the beginning take on a, you know, those cracks look a lot bigger when the losing starts in the second I mean, season. I, I do agree that it's still something to monitor. It is. It, I, I'm not super worried about it like I was, you know, when Bob didn't show up on the press conference, the Zoom. That I was pretty domed at that point. Uh, it felt a little better when Bernie got in touch with him and said, oh. It was, it was very weird. It was very weird. I'm coming back. I'm excited weird, to come we back. We still haven't heard from Bob Melton. It's wild. And, and just so you guys know, in, in full transparency, we've asked for him every week. Just so you guys know, we've asked every week to have Bob Melvin on. I want to hear it from him. Guys, you're being idiots. I understand he wants to get away for it for a, a couple of weeks. The last thing he wants is to jump right back in at the end of the season. You know, Especially after that season. Yeah, everyone needs to clear their head a little bit, and I respect that, that Bob Melvin wants to do that. But at some point, if he really wants to... You know, just end the talk and you know make it a hundred percent clear he has no interest in anything else. The Padres have no interest in letting him go anywhere else. Would do a, a world of good to, to have him come on this show and and you know talk about it with us and everything that's transpired over the last few weeks. The entire process. I always believe in transparency is a good thing for everyone. It can be a little painful at the beginning. You know, lay lay your stuff bare. You know, behind the scenes is not easy, but. In the end, I think you're always better off being as transparent as you possibly can. Yeah, and you know, again, we'll see when the, the World Series is is over because baseball does not like you doing a lot of big splashy things uh, in the middle of their you know to take away from their playoffs, and that's that's pretty standard. Um, so when the World Series is over, I think that's when it will be you know time to get down to business. And at that point, you know, you want to hear. Now it's time to turn the page. The season's over, the page is turned, the slate is now clean. Everybody's zero and zero. And we're looking ahead to 2024. That's when you need to hear from the skipper in in the the after the last out is recorded, like the next day. All right, excited for spring training. I'm here. This is what we're doing. The lame duck manager thing always fascinates me, though, because nobody wants to go into that situation unless you're like, hey, this is my last year. I don't care. I'm gonna go play golf and do whatever uh, after it's over. But if he really wants to stick around and manage. Do you want that guy managing under the 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 one year deal? You know, we asked AJ about that too. He didn't didn't really answer that. AJ has how many years left on his deal? Two, three, three years through twenty twenty six, I believe. Yeah, let's go. Prove you're in. I'll sign one till the end of your deal. We're in this thing together. It's wild. All right, we are uh, halfway home on a Tuesday. Right. Not yet, almost. Almost. Well, in like 20 seconds, we're halfway home. Well, about five minutes. Well, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm not going to be doing a lot in the next five minutes. We'll be back at 8 o'clock. It's a, uh, it's a Padres birthday day. Shout out to a birthday boy uh, in the Padres family. Coming up, we got Matt Vaskersian at 835. Don't go anywhere on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 